Comedy Festival in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. It's Stand Up and Deliver. Yeah, and guess what? We're bringing you some comedy. Opening up the show tonight, Camilla Cleese, Jeff Dye, T-Rex. And our headliner, Alan Havy. That's all coming up right now. Festival. We're gonna bring up our first comedian, all right? And uh, you can catch her performing all over Canada. She's gonna, yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna need that. All right, everybody, put your hands together for Camilla Cleese. Six one. Thank you. Yeah, it's really tall, and I love being tall most of the time, but it can be really frustrating, like. It takes me 45 minutes to shave my legs. <laughs> yeah. And I get a lot of random strangers coming up to me and making comments on my height. Like, yesterday, this woman came up and said, how did you get so tall? And what I wanted to say was genetics, the same way you got so stupid. <laughs> but I didn't feel like being mean. So instead I said, oh, I have a tumor on my pituitary gland. Causes me to grow abnormally fast. I'm only 13. <laughs> oh, but don't feel bad. There's a bright side. My mom says before I hit seven feet and people really start to stare, I'm gonna die. <laughs> a few weeks ago, I was in Las Vegas and this creepy guy came up, I think, to hit on me and he says, Damn, girl, you're really tall. So I said, not for a man. <laughs> he went away. It's funny, I get hit on by kind of a lot of short guys. Maybe they want average height children. I don't. No. I want my kids to be really, really tall so I can sell them to the NBA. <laughs> Never see them again. <laughs> but the main reason that I won't date short guys isn't the offspring possibilities. It's that they do, statistically speaking, cause more trouble. Look at history. It shows that people under five foot eight are responsible for most of the misery in the world. Look at the dictators. Napoleon, Hitler, Genghis Khan, Stalin, Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, so I have a rule. You have to be at least five foot ten to ride this ride. <laughs> and by ride, I mean Mary. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're super rich and terminally ill. Preferably with something fast acting. And then we can get married right now. <laughs> I don't know what happened to me. Um, it's really impressive. My parents have been married almost 42 years. Yeah. Thank you. Just to seven different people. Not at the same time. We're not Mormon. <laughs> not even close. But uh, I do love a good pair of long underwear which is why these days I want people to have really, really low expectations of me. That's why I dye my hair blonde. 
<laughs> because if people can just look at me and know that I'm not that smart, then it's a pleasant surprise when I use a word with more than two syllables. Like, syllable. Or Camilla, my name. And I had a British accent the first half of my life because I was born there, not because I was born speaking with a fake British accent. Um, so if I ever need to sound smart, I just use my British accent and I use all the biggest words I know. Say things like watermelon, Kardashian, platypus, frightfully, Buckingham Palace, motherfucker. Really impressive, I know. <laughs> Fortunately, I live in LA, so I never need to sound smart. <laughs> that is my time. Thank you guys so much. It's been fun. I'm 5'11. I just made it in. Yeah. I did once date someone 5'8. I felt like I had to, you know, try it once. But then I felt like I'd adopted a chimpanzee, kind of. It was like... Stick around. Tons more from the Cabo Comedy Festival when we return. You guys ready for your next comedian? This guy's very funny. He's got his own Comedy Central special. Please put your hands together for Jeff Dye. Confession, Cabo. I've been drinking a lot. It's good to be here tonight. What a treat. I, uh, if you're drinking, it's important to remember those old drinking rhymes. Beer before liquor, never sicker. Liquor before beer, pee the futon. All right, write that down. Whiskey before vodka, you're gonna poop in a cab. Tequila before tequila. Turns out your friend Chris is gay. I think that's how these go. What a treat, Cabo. I gave up uh, hard alcohol recently at 11 a.m. Because it's too sneaky. Don't you think hard alcohol is too sneaky? Because with beer, you know where you're at. You know, you're like, one beer, all right, two beers, it's a party, three beers, what's up, ladies? Four beers, hey, five beers, little fuzzy, six beers, pause and drive, seven beers, yard nap. You know? It's right on schedule. Try counting shots, you can't do it. Right, you're like, one shot, mmm, two shots, yummy, three shots, you're like humping a DVD player. Like, Are we dating? How do you say your name? Divid? I do love Cabo. The only thing I don't like about Cabo is I feel like there's a lot of double standards here. Right? Like, why is it when a girl goes out and sleeps with a bunch of dudes, she's considered a slut? Right? But then if a guy does it, he's considered a homosexual. It's messed up. It's messed up, Cabo. I'm not gay. Uh, I like to let you guys know after that joke. People are surprised when they find out I'm not gay. Uh, mostly my dad and grandfather. And uh, this guy the other night was very surprised too. I'm at a bar and this guy's like, you're not gay? And I was like, no. 
And he's like, why'd you let me buy you six drinks? I'm like, times are tough, baby. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't understand homophobia. Fellas, use it to your advantage. Go in there, flirt a little, get the free drinks and leave. Yeah, you don't have to sleep with them. Women have been doing it for centuries. Right? Uh, I don't approve of gay marriage though. I'm a little more conservative when it comes to gay marriage uh, because I'm a Christian and I believe in the Bible. So I believe marriage is between a man and a young woman sold by her parents in exchange for cattle, crops, and village safety. Like the good book says. People say, Jeff, why aren't you married? Well, no one's made me a good enough offer. I want her to be pretty, but I also want to get some goats in the deal. Maybe some wheat. Some sheaves of it. I'm not sure what a sheave is. I think it's a pile of wheat. I don't know. The Bible doesn't have pictures. I want to thank you guys for laughing at that joke. I did that joke the other day in San Francisco. I don't know if you guys know this. San Francisco, pretty gay. Uh, and to set that joke up, I have to say that I don't believe in gay marriage. I have to say, I don't believe in gay marriage. I'm a Christian. I believe in the Bible. That's six seconds long. Somehow, in that six-second window, the whole crowd turned into like a mutiny of gay guys banging pots on their heads and going, does he know where he's at? Get out! But just going crazy. <laughs> you couldn't wait six seconds, you little tots? I'm trying to help you people. <laughs> it's a pro-gay joke. You can't wait six seconds. You guys were smart, though. You waited for it. It's good. I've also had the opposite happen, where I say, I don't believe in gay marriage, I'm a Christian, I believe in the Bible, and a woman yelled out, good for you, that's right, and I'm like, oh no. She's gonna hate the punchline. And then sure enough, I said the punchline, she forgot she was at a comedy club, and she's like, you're awful, you're not funny. And I didn't know what to do, I just knew she was religious, so I was like, silence, rib! And uh, she settled down. Yeah. The rib apologized, I forgave her. Matthew 6:19, keep your bitches in check. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a loose translation. Listen, Cabo, I love you guys. That's it. I love you guys. Thank you. How much did you drink? I don't drink. Lies. I saw him with his shirt off yesterday. I'm with my shirt off because I was in the pool. I don't even drink. More lies. Uh, what's the best part about doing stand-up? I like it because you get to work on the road and get to drink a lot. Exactly. Stand-up and deliver. We'll be right back after this lady dabs my face. You guys ready for your next comedian? Right on. You can see this guy on HBO or Showtime. Please put your hands together for Todd Rex. Good evening, how the hell is everybody? That's what I'm talking about. I, uh, I'm not Mexican, I'm half black and half white. Ladies, I am black from the waist down. White from the wallet up. That's right, well hung and good credit, I'm rare. When I die, they're gonna put me in a museum. I'll be in a glass case with my Johnson in my hand and my wallet out. He's amazing. He has gold cards and magnums. 
Of course, the black dude gets it. <laughs> my name is Todd. That's a horrible name for a black dude. Especially when you're my complexion, I strike no fear in anybody's heart, got no respect coming up. You know, if you have a tough name and you're dark-skinned, you can get a lot of respect. You know, someone taps you on the shoulder in a bar and says, yo, man, Black Mike is outside looking for you. You might be a little nervous, but if someone taps you on the shoulder and says, yo, man, Beige Todd is outside looking for you. You're like, Beige Todd, I'm about to whoop his ass. He's beige and his name is Todd. I'm about to practice. You can tell him to bring his whole light-skinned crew down there. Bring Off-White Wallace, Ed Crew Eric, Tapioca Tim, Yellow Yancey, Nude Nick. What other colors do pantyhose come in? I'm pantyhose colored. I've come to accept that fact. I could have plans to rob a bank, put pantyhose on my face. I look exactly the damn same. I got four kids. I kind of screwed that up from a number of different levels. My timing is terrible. My oldest is 20. She's in uh, third year of college. My youngest is in diapers. Yeah. He's 14. He just won't stop crapping his pants. <laughs> I'm just kidding, he's only three and he stopped crapping his pants a while ago. And I couldn't have him name like, my wife wanted to name him something corny, like Chase. That was the first name she came up with. Let's name him Chase. And I was like, he's in private school now. And I can imagine if he was in private school with a name like Chase, you know, he'd probably be the only white kid, black kid in his class. And the kids would be like, yo, Chase the black kid. <laughs> you know, Chase the black kid. What? This can't be named Chase. So I had to name him something tough. My last name really is Rex, which means king in Latin. My son's name is Maximus. I got the tattoo right here to prove it. My son's name is Maximus Rex. Is that not the tightest name? Maximus Rex, are you not entertained? My wife was like, really, Maximus, that's your son's name? He's either gonna be a dragon slayer or a hairdresser. And dragons aren't real. Thank you for calling Salon Maximus. I live in LA. Hey, you think there's a lot of Mexicans here in Cabo? <laughs> I got hit by a Mexican hit-and-run driver just recently, and he, uh, he broke every rule of hit-and-run. Isn't the whole idea of hit-and-run to get the hell out of there before someone can make you out and get a good look at you? This dude maintained eye contact for at least 90 seconds. I got a good-ass look at him. I thought there's no way he's leaving the scene. I'm looking at him dead in his face. He left the scene so slow. He was like, Bagoon! I'm looking like, what's up, man? Dink, dink. And I was like, no, end the P. Don't stop at the R, my hunchy. Don't stop. Blip, 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 blip. And I'm like, come on, man. Now put it in park. Dink, dink. Down in D. Blip, 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 blip. Took off slowly, got to the corner. As if to add insult to injury, he turned on his turn signal, made a right, and as he's turning the corner, he hit me with a duck, 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 I'm like, really, dude? The whole damn song? So I'm on the phone with the police describing the guy, and as I'm describing him, I'm realizing why he didn't care if I got a good look at him, because as I'm describing him, I realize I'm describing every Mexican dude I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, he had dark hair and dark skin, he had a mustache and a goatee beard, and God damn it, that's either the mayor of Los Angeles or the guy that mows my lawn. They're like, can you describe the car? And I'm like, yeah, it had a Datsun B210 hood with Mustang Fender Wells, Cadillac doors, and a Lincoln Continental rear end. There was a camper shell on the back and a chick selling burritos and empanadas and chalupas and all kinds of delicacies on, hello? 
Hello? Gwanak, 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 gwanak. You're still in the vicinity? Cabo, you guys have been real. Thank you very much, Todd Rex in the building. If you're Todd Beige, then what am I? Fine-ass Jalissa. Can I say fine-ass? I think so. You've already done fine it, ass. so... Fine-ass Jalissa. While that hot hostess is in air conditioning, I'm out here sweating my ass off. Stand Up Deliver will be right back. You guys ready for your headliner? Very nice. You're in for a treat. You may have seen this guy on Letterman, on the show Louie, and on Mad Men. Put your hands together for Alan Havey. It's great to be in Cabo. I'm really excited. I'm here during Latino week. It's awesome. I left my wife at home, which is a good move. I'm married, got a good wife. Not a perfect wife, good wife. Perfect wife, spy for the CIA. That would be a perfect wife. Think about it, guys. Your wife comes home from work, you know? How was work today? I can't talk about it. Perfect. We have an exciting marriage. Got a stripper pole in the bedroom. It's fantastic. I love it. It's horizontal right next to the bed. I grab it in the morning, helps me out of bed. Good for my lower back. Hang my socks on it. Very functional. I still have erotic dreams, but they're more age-specific. Last night, I had a dream. Angelina Jolie walked into my hotel room naked, woke me up, and reminded me it was time to pee. My wife and I are very blessed. We have no children. We're not gonna have children, not gonna adopt kids, refugee kids, I'll write you a check. Do not come to my house, no children. And other couples look at us and they really condescend. They go, oh, you're childless. I go, no, we're joyful. And some, some of them are mean, they go, oh, you don't have children, what happened? What happened? I pulled out, shot on the sheets, that's what happened. <laughs> There are options in life. They go, but you'll never know the joy of having children. Yeah, but you'll never know the joy of not having children. And it's beautiful. When I wake up in the morning, all my time and money, mine. My apartment, sharp edges everywhere. It's a death trap for children. I got prescription meds sitting out with easy open caps. You come to my place, M&M Vicodin. Help yourself. In the bathroom, I got Drano right next to the mouthwash because I can read. And if my cat catches me wearing my wife's panties during the day, he keeps his mouth shut. It's a good cat. Kids are high maintenance. I live in Los Angeles, Santa Monica. High maintenance mommies, yay, bull Every kid there, I saw a kid, five-year-old kid, two-wheel bike, training wheels. The parents had tied foam rubber on the handlebars. He had elbow pads, knee pads, and a helmet. Both parents, you could do it, Billy. Do what? Kid looked like a retarded Q-tip. <laughs> Remember when your dad put your ass on a bike for the first time? What'd you have on? Nothing. Flip-flop, shorts, a t-shirt. You'd sit on that seat, one testicle would pop out to the side. 
Remember that, before the bike even moved, you had one nut totally exposed to the elements. And they're not hairy and saggy like they are now. It was a brand new ball. Like a little pink bunny peeking out of the hutch, first day of spring. To the black dudes, it looked like a killer marble. Asian guys, a piece of corn, just put the color. They don't even have dodgeball in California schools anymore. No, God forbid these fat little bastards should burn a calorie or two. You have 10-year-old boys with their own tits. What's their incentive to leave the house? Billy, come out and play. Not with these puppies. Dodgeball, I was good at dodgeball, and it comes in handy in real life. In real life, this doesn't come in handy. In real life, this, whoa, comes in handy. A bus, whoa. A knife, hey. Father O'Malley, not today, whoa, you need dodgeball. In life. I asked a teacher, I said, why do they get rid of dodgeball? She said, it's bad for a child's self-esteem. There's nothing better for a kid's self-esteem than hitting a fat, slow kid right in the head with a dodgeball. That was fun, man, I'm sorry. Some sweaty bastard with an untied shoe eating a fudgicle? Bitch, your ass is mine. Boom! You guys have been great. Thank you very much. Good night. I've been headlining for the, almost 30 years. Similar to hosting. Yes, yeah, but you do, you do a good job. I like the dress. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey. I figured it would bounce nicely off your skin. Uh, can we turn off the camera now? Because we're going to try that. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers. <laughs>